Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast uh, we have very special guest today joining all the way from united kingdom we got me kelvin lynch joining the podcast hi kelvin hello channel how are you i'm good how about you yeah on point yeah very well thank you so so kelvin tell us where you where you are like what city or what town and how is the situation over there now well i come from the city of bath Have you ever been to England, Jenna? No, I haven't been to UK, but the closest I've been is Ireland, Republic okay, of well, Ireland. <laughs> okay, all right. But I come from the city of Bath. It's a a world heritage city because the Georgian buildings and we have the Roman baths. It's it's quite a lovely place to um to grow up in. Right. So, how was the situation over there with the pandemic? well i think is we've we've lost a great deal of people we've lost over nearly 130,000 people because of um, covid-19 thankfully i kept myself isolated i've now had my two jabs so i i feel a lot more comfortable than i did this time last year like all of us it was something i never thought i'd i would ever experience and um, right. so let's get the rest of the world vaccinated then we might get back to normal Yeah, I also completed like few weeks back my second dose as well, so I feel much more comfortable as well. Yes, it is. It's 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 something that once you have that second one and come out of the clinic, you just feel well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any guarantees that we won't. I won't get it because they're they're reporting that some people are actually getting COVID after having their second jab, but. you know uh, it is what it is i'm happy and as i said let's try and get back to some normality right right uh so so kelvin uh, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and like what's your like earliest uh, memories of music well my earliest memories of music would have been like i said when i was very young um my parents collected uh snatcher songs uh, ella fitzgerald Glenn Miller, Tommy Dorsey. So that was very much what I was sort of brought up on. The thing is even though when I was young rock and roll had started, but in Britain uh radios were very limited and you never got rock and roll songs on the radio. So it was a case of playing and listening to whatever my mum and dad had. Right. So uh when did you like build an interest in music uh when you was when um, you were Well, I bought I said like yourself China we've all got a great deal of interest in in music but uh um but I suppose when I said it's are are we referring now to my compositions now or I no I'm just uh, your early like you know you were you oh, you feel well, like you it, like it, music you know then what actually happened uh uh the Beatles came along and the stones and we were very very lucky to be brought up in an era where there was so much good music and that was a huge influence on me but not enough influence because uh, i've been asked this once before that i didn't go by a guitar and wanted to be in a group it just i just went along with my life i did an apprenticeship in stone masonry and and that's very much how my sort of teenage years developed right right so so you you were part of the like 
the construction sort of industry, right? So you you mainly spend your time. Then what? When I was younger. No, uh, your career. You you were a pro- sort of a project manager in construction, right? I was a project manager in construction. Uh, well, like I said, I did my apprenticeship, but where, where, as you you move on, you get a little bit better at what you're doing, and you end up being. From the very start, you're told what to do, but I ended up then telling everybody else what to do because that was my job. And throughout that time, I always had ideas with music, but it, I can't play an instrument, Chana. So the only way I could actually keep hold of that idea was I in the vehicle I had, I had a little tape machine, cassette tape, where I could right. record. And then now in later years, when we have the phone, we, we can record. So I would put an idea on tape and forget about it, and then play it again maybe a day or so later. And then that would tell me whether I think the song, the melody's good, and I carry on with it, or, or if it's not, then I don't bother. Right. So, so this sort of like recording the ideas, how long did it, like this was you doing this for like years, right? Well, just taking uh, this music and put it onto tape. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. It, a long time. Um, but I was determined that once I re- reached retirement age, um, that I would go into the studio and do it. And the thing is, um, it was a bit of a challenge, I must admit. The thing is, not having, not having any musical education, my melody was in my head, uh, along with the words. Mm. And, and I would play the tune and I would use my teeth to tap against one another to give me the beat. And then when I felt I had it, uh, then I would yeah, I would say, well, that's it. And I will go to the recording studio and just see um, um, what we can do. And I, I said I was very lucky I met the right chap. Right. So, so, uh, so Kelvin, once you actually retire, uh, how was the, because the industry has changed a lot, right? Like music yeah. scene has changed a lot. Uh, what's your what do you feel when you like retire now you want to actually start pursuing recording this music? What your what feelings went through your head? Well, as I said, I find it very daunting because it's all very well singing to a melody I've got in my head. But when you put a backing track down and then you have to sing to that backing track, that wasn't so simple. Oh, I found that really difficult because I'm all out. I'm, I'm all out of tempo, everything. But eventually... Um, I got there and, and the first song I actually managed to get together was Have You Ever Lied? And once that was done, that gave me then the encouragement to carry on because I thought, personally, I, I really do like that song, maybe because it's the first one. Um, and, and I thought, well, if Have You Ever Lied hadn't worked, I think I would have stopped. Thankfully, it did. And then I, I went on and recorded other songs. Right. So... When when you're like singing, you you have you taken you feel that anybody influence you in your singing, or you think about somebody that like the way they are singing, yeah. Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, I just when you listen to Sinatra sing, he's just so clever how he, and when you think oh you should be starting there, Frank, he just seems to come in just behind it. He's just such a uh, a clever man. He really was, and it. If I if I could sing half as good as Sinatra, I'd be very happy, very happy. Right, you know Sinatra is such a, I mean, is huge uh, influence to a lot of things, right? In music, not just music, like 
all these things happening in Vegas and all the shows yeah. and the yes. movies. Yeah. And then we have this thing in the Philippines, uh, Kelvin, that you know the song My Way? Of yes. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes. So, so, so there is a thing in, in, in the Philippine culture that if, you're, if you sing that, in a, in a, for example, in a karaoke, and if you screw it up, you'll get shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we know, it was a very popular song, wasn't it? Yeah. When it, I must be about 50 years old now, um, my way. But uh, well, it's worldwide. The thing is, uh, you know all the lyrics, I'm sure, don't you? Yeah. To my way. I think we all do. So, yeah, good song. Must have made uh, somebody a great deal of money, whoever. Well, I know who composed it. The thing is, Paul Anker put the lyrics to, I think, the song originally. Was it a French song or a Spanish song? But he changed all the lyrics, Paul Anker, and put, put the lyrics to what we hear now, which is, uh, yeah, very good song. And Paul Anker, is, it's, he himself is another legend, right? <laughs> yes, he, he is. And you've... And do you think? And did you know that they offered that song to Tom Jones, and he turned it down? And he's wow. he has said he said he has said uh, since that that was one of the biggest mistakes he ever made. So um, I'm not sure whether it would have been as popular though with with Tom. I got nothing against Tom Jones. He's good. As regards Frank, Frank was just at that age where he's coming to a, really to the end of his career. Uh, Tom would have been still a very much a young man. Um, right. Whether it were, we, we will never know. Yeah, such a such a legendary song, because oh, yeah. and then there's this sort of like uh, gangster element to that song, right? You know, like you know, it, it's something that a gangster would say in a like end of his life, a song that would sing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought it in that way before, but uh, clever lyrics they are clever lyrics. It does it tells you, like I said, you you, and that's very much how I feel. You know, I was going to do it my way. Uh, it cost me a lot of money, but I don't regret it one little bit because I know if I hadn't done it, then I would have been kicking myself in in future years. So uh, yeah, right. So you mentioned that uh, you know using the backing track and the experience of singing it to backing track was was challenging. But Horrible. I I would like to ask you first, like all these songs and melodies you had on like in your mind and you sort of did, how did you get it into the, like, you know, even to choose what backing track to play. And so how was that um, process? Well, I got the song, whatever song I had in mind, I actually got it together. I, uh, the verses, the chorus, uh, 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 the backing up, which I had in mind. I, I'll, I'll refer to Have You Ever Liked Again. Uh, all I wanted was, acoustic guitar because I felt it was that song and then as you know in parts of the song we have a, like a string section as well uh, but I think the fact that Pete was able to come up with such good backing that it encouraged me to um, to he would send it to me and I would be at home and I would practice and I would practice and I would practice and when he when I felt I could sing it correctly I would then go into the studio and um, and get the vocal down. But even then, it always took about four or five times. He'd say, again, again, again. And then, yeah, we get there. So uh, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, China. It was, I was glad to get out of the studio after doing all that. It just used to do my head in. But it was just something I had never been experienced before. And I'm sorry to repeat myself. I'm so pleased I did. Right. 
So uh, one more thing, Kelvin, that has changed a lot is that the music is now it's mostly it's digital and yes. streaming, and it's not like you cut a record anymore. It's like you put it in the streaming platforms. That's sort of the norm now. So how is how is this experience to you? Like all this, how the songs are now delivered and uh, how um, it well. Getting the song out there uh, is, I made contact once uh, on Messenger. I made contact with a load of people who were DJs in the United Kingdom and they were really helpful and they would say they played my songs, which they did. Then I got to know a, a chap called Neil Clark and um, he helped me out a great deal. Put me on to, De you know Desi Clayton, of course, don't you know Desi? Right. He put me on, he put me on to Desi. Oh, Desi has been amazing. It's just helped me so much. Absolutely. So I feel for the first time, someone actually has an interest in what I'm doing and hopefully that will establish me. Oh, I just want to be recognized for being a songwriter. I'm not going to perform. I never have performed. Um, so if I get the recognition, if people want to record my songs, they can record my songs. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm very lucky to have met Desi. Right. And then actually your songs got played in international radio, right? Even like yes. a show. I'm actually thrilled, you know, that, that I can tune into somebody in Australia or in America and they're playing my song. It's just, yeah, wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And my daughters, you know, I think I got three daughters and they're pleased. They were a bit doubtful at the beginning what I was going to do. They would give me the old dad bit. But now they can see that I'm taking it very seriously. They're, they're pleased with me. Right. Yeah. I So, Kelvin, I actually went and listened to your songs in Spotify. And yes. uh, yeah, I really like Have You Ever Lied. That's the song that really got me like when I listened to it. Can you tell me a little bit what's behind the song? Like, is it a experience behind the song? Writing no, that song? it's not. It's, I have to be honest and say it's fictional. I had I already had the... Um, idea for the on this occasion the chorus so I knew how that was going to be have you ever lied so I had to come up with three choruses and you as you know when you listen to the first two choruses you you, you I give the impression that it's all about me I'm the one who's doing the wrong here but when you get to the third verse then it's reverse and it's the person who has been uh, not mistreated me but uh, not been very nice to me but at all time I'm asking, and plus also, I'm asking the person who's listening to that song, have you ever lied? Right. Have you ever lied, Chana? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love that song. I have to admit, first song I've done, and I love it. I just think it's, it, sorry to be big, Ada, I just think it's so perfect. It's just so I'm, I'm pleased you like it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like it and I see that a lot of people stream that song as well. That's one of your most popular songs. On really? Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm glad and I'm, I'm glad. I hope they enjoy, hope they tell their family and their friends and let them enjoy it as well. Right. And then I, I also listen to the song Wishing Your Life Away. Oh, yeah. Which is a nice well, song. Good rock song, good sort of indie song british indie song i suppose but it and that one sort of came about really um a lot to do with 
well, what we do, we're always wishing our lives away, aren't we? The thing is, you know, we all say, oh, when's that football starting? Oh, I wish it was time to kick off now. Or when's dinner? When are we going to have it? Can't we? And we're, we always do it. And I worked with a chap who it was always looking at his watch. Oh, is, it, is it 10 o'clock yet? Is it one o'clock yet? And we would say to him, you're, you're wishing your life away. And, and then I had the idea for the chorus and off I went. And that's what you... Sorry. Yeah, I like that one as well. I like the fact that... It's it's a different genre to Have You Ever Lied. It's a you know nice nice good bit of rock. I love rock music, but so so I like singing sort of ballads as such. Right. So so Kelvin, uh, have you uh, sort of like these days, for example, do you listen to music that's on like radio on TV? What sort yeah. of music do you listen to? Um. Well. I, I will have to say my favorite singers at the moment. I say Adele. I love Adele. I think she's a great singer. I did like Amy Winehouse. I thought she was wonderful, but unfortunately, she's uh, no longer with us. And and I did like Whitney Houston, and she's no longer with. So it, it turns out all of my favorite singers are all girls. I don't think I've got a favorite man singing at the moment. There's, I don't think there's any outstanding. Not unless you can think of an outstanding male singer. I I can't. Have you got any favorites, Jenna? Yeah, I do. But what you said, especially about Amy Winehouse and Whitney Houston, I mean, legendary, really, really right? I saw these live performances of <clears throat> Amy Winehouse, like playing the Did guitar. And yes. She's so amazing. I, I mean, it's, it's so sad how, how she, you know, passed away. Well, for Amy and for Whitney, two girls, yeah. what, a waste, what a waste of talent. You know, the fact that they, um, well, I think it's known that they both got into drugs, didn't they, or drink, one or the other. And Because if they'd still been around now, they'd still be as popular because right. they had their different ways of singing. Yeah, I would actually put Tina Turner also on that list. Oh, I've seen, oh, there you are. I've seen Tina Turner in Cardiff at the Rugby Union Stadium. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah, I've forgotten about Tina. Yeah, very yeah. good. <laughs> well, no, I just thought I actually saw T when um when she was with Ike Turner, I can when it was Ike and Tina Turner, and the Spikelets, they appeared at the Bath Pavilion, and right. unfortunately, it was only half full because. But I must admit, the show they put on was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So I'm, I'm pleased I went and saw. I've seen it twice now in concert. Right. And yeah, and she was she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a few months ago, right? What was she? Yeah. Is she well, is she a well person? I know some I did did I read is she well? Is her in health? Is she Yeah, I think I, I think so, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I think uh, she has sort of uh, I think she's doing a lot of meditation and she got into that sort of spiritual sense and then she's uh, I think she had a lot of problems before with Ike Turner, right? The relationship. Oh, yeah. He was a cruel man to her. He was a cruel man. Uh, right. So he was better off when she got away from him. Kelvin, you know, one thing that I really love doing, uh, if you can see here on the screen, those are all the concerts that, like, VIP concerts I went to. Yes. Okay. So what, what was your, like, first concert? My first concert I saw... Was, ooh, was first probably the Kinks. Wow, the Kinks! I saw the Kinks. Well, that, you know, and that that was back in the sixties. So um, I have to admit, I didn't think they were very. I, I'm a big fan of the Kinks, 
but I didn't think they were very good live. Right. You know, it's just, no. So I wouldn't, at that time, I'm sure they're very good now, but at that time I wouldn't recommend, recommend them um, because um, Ray Davis is a good singer, but when he's singing live, he, he can't sing. You know, okay. it's, I'm not, I hope we don't find that's, that's a, a bad thing to say, but I'm just telling you how, how it was. Right. And then they are actually considered one of like bands who actually came up with this heavy metal influence. Yes. Right? They, they started it, right? Yeah, you really got me. Yeah, that was definitely the first time you you heard a repeated riff, I suppose, on the guitar, and right. and then, and then the second song was all day and all of the night, another riff. But um, oh yeah, great, two great songs, great group, great music, great composer, Ray Davis, great composer. Right, right. So so uh, you're you're promoting your new song, uh, which actually Dasi sent me a copy of that uh, beautiful game. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which is a fun song. Uh, so this is this is about soccer, right? Football. Football. <laughs> football, sorry. Football. <laughs> the real football, right? The real football. But do you follow American football? Uh, no, not really. Actually, uh, Kelvin, I'm actually from Sri Lanka, so I'm kind of close to very okay. British way of life because we, we play cricket, we play football also in Sri Lanka so I was watching your team yesterday and Sri Lanka played England in a T20 game yesterday did right. you know uh, we, no we I, I haven't so followed them cricket recently but uh, you know when we were younger we used to always play that and I think that I mean Sri Lanka team was a great team in cricket oh, right? oh my god well they were world champions at one time wasn't they yeah Sri Lanka. 1996 yes well, they're rebuilt, as I said on the television yesterday, because we England did beat Sri Lanka comprehensively, but I think there was enough there to see. They're so young, so they're they're, they're going to learn that and they're going to get better as well. Because it's the World Cup here, isn't it? We I don't know whether it all depends on COVID. I don't know whether World Cup's going to be played in um, oh, it's in in one of the Middle Eastern countries. Uh, Arabia or something like that. I don't think it, it was originally going to be played in India, but it's not going to happen now because of COVID. Right, right, right. So fingers crossed they can still do it. Right. So when I'm listening to the Beautiful Game song, I can feel that the love that you have for the game. So that's probably the inspiration to write that sort of song. So can you tell me about the song? Well, you, you did actually um, mention the word soccer which um, I was trying to avoid because I wanted everybody to know that the game we love is football. football. So that's the reason I came up with this beautiful game of world football. I wasn't going to call it English football or anything like that. The moment you put a country there, you, you it would just be hopeless. So um, it's, it is a case of world football. Enjoy the game. It is a beautiful game. And uh, did you know where we got Euros competitions in Europe at the moment? Did you know that? China? No, no, no. Well, England played Germany on Tuesday in the quarterfinal. Well, and they always beat Germany. Always beat us. Always beat us. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We, yeah, they do. I don't know what it is, but never beat the Germans. Fingers crossed for Tuesday. Right. <laughs> so, so Kelvin. So, what's uh, what's upcoming? You're working on new songs, or you're recording am, new songs? I'm working on a new song, uh, which is all about coronavirus. 
but I make no mention of coronavirus at all. If 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 I didn't tell you what the the song was about, you would probably think it was about relationship not going very well. Um, but it is, you know, it's about having our liberty taken away from us because of COVID nineteen and finding things to do and just wanting to get out there. You know, enjoy that day. Enjoy the days you, you remembered before COVID-19. But uh, it's all together. I've got it all ready to go. But uh, I can't find the, the studio where I recorded. He's closed. So i got to find someone else. But I'm yeah. not worried. The thing is, I, with all these songs, and, and thanks to you, Chana and, and Desi, I'm getting a great deal of attention. So I, at the moment, I just want to concentrate on that. It, with the people who've shown an interest in me and I want to be uh, sure that you know that I'm very grateful. Right. So so you mentioned earlier that, so you're sort of like, you want to write songs, you want to record songs, but you are not yeah. like, you don't want to live, perform them live? That's no. I don't have any, I've never done it. I would die. No, I just couldn't do it. It's just, um, once again, it's, I just want people to enjoy my music. And once again, if people want to record my songs, go through all the proper channels, of course. Um, and if, and, and if, if at the end of all that, people recognize me as a good songwriter, I'll be happy, very happy. Right. So, so Kelvin, how has been the experience of uh, last 2020, for example, with the pandemic and everything? Um, anything you personally realized during this period, you know, with the lockdowns and everything? Um, well, as, as I'm sure you same went for you, Chana. It's not having family around, not being able to see them. Not, you know, I said I've got three married daughters, grandchildren, not being able to see them. Um, very un and in, when we did, we had to keep at a distance. We couldn't hug. And well, it was just a strange time, Chana, wasn't it? Just once again, I never thought I'd ever experience anything like this in my life. Um, so, yeah, it's we, we look as if we're coming out of it. Um, so, oh, once again, fingers crossed, let's try and get back to some normality. Right. So, so Kelvin, uh, what's your message to the viewers of this video? Oh, for, for the beautiful game video? No, this... Oh, uh, so sorry. The audience who I will watch this. Well, I, I actually recorded the song. It's called Aspiring. It's about inspiring. It inspired me, but I, I want to be able to inspire um, other people. What, what I would say to anybody who was younger, don't do what I did. You know, learn to play an instrument and don't leave it as late as I did. But now, if I can just quote what I say, the words are, keep on believing that you'll be succeeding on one of these days. If you know what to do, don't let doubt talk to you. And that, I think that expresses it. If you've got any doubt, don't listen. Just do it. And don't wait until you're my age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, Kelvin, anybody you want to shout out to? Um, well, the thing is, I've always shouted out to, well, I think I have to Duzzy, Duzzy Clayton, to Neil Clark, um, to uh, Yvonne McCubrey who's been helping me with um, uh, different things, different aspects on social media, which I, I must admit, I don't have a great deal of time for. So I had no idea how much is involved to try and get your music out there. Facebook pages. Um, oh, I can't think of it. 
these you you can probably tell me but um yeah i needed help and i'm getting it and i said i said i'm thrilled that Desi has shown an interest in me I said, well i'm thrilled that you are look you're you're calling me from from the philippines and i'm thrilled about that as well right yeah it's it actually for me it was a quite an inspiring story that you actually you know even after retirement you actually took it forward and you went in and you actually recorded and you putting it out you're actually promote trying to promote your song so it's uh it's really inspirational because i do actually do a day job also i i do i used to be an it project manager as well so i have that you know always you know that drive and yes. i i feel that but what i early realize is that if i i shouldn't wait for retirement to like do stuff so no, i started don't. doing them already whenever do i can don't learn from me learn from me don't leave it so late Right. and um, get in the studios as uh, as early as you can in your life absolutely would you because i feel personally i feel i'm quite unique would you say i'm unique what i'm doing okay. yeah yes there can't because be many I, people go on yeah i mean i i didn't i haven't met anybody that really had that your experience so far so i mean so you you are such a unique case yes <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I hope that doesn't sound big-headed, but it's. I think it's a good title to put to anything of mine. Um, I think it will it will uh, grab people's attention. That you know, this bloke has said he's he's unique, and then as you and many others, you you, you take an interest, which is which is great for me. Right. Yeah, and I, I and I also want to shout out to Dasi because. Uh, actually i met dasi because of the pandemic because i started this podcast actually because of the pandemic because i couldn't go to live shows anymore so i thought you know do something else with the time and i always at home now and then uh, and somehow i got connected to dasi through somebody else like you know all this facebook uh, so i'm happy that i met him i met a lot of great artists through him uh, which i wouldn't this discover by myself probably so i would really want to shout out so kelvin thank you for joining this i oh, enjoyed talking you for, to you thank you for having me yeah so good luck with all your new songs and uh, looking forward to your new songs uh, stay safe and all the best just one thing do you like christmas channel yes. or yes well if you go on sanctal i got a wonderful christmas song on there I know it's now is not the time, but please have a listen as as Christmas approaches. Right. So, so Kelvin, tell everybody uh, how they can follow you on social media. <laughs> on my Facebook page. <laughs> that is Kelvin Kelvin Lynch Kelvin, music, right? Yes, on my Facebook page, and any yes, the more the merrier, please. Right. So, thank you, Kelvin. Thank you for joining. Have a oh, great look. day. Yeah. Thank you very much, Chana. Bye-bye.